Jay and Kevin's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. Hot Topics are brought to you in part by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. And it's a Tuesday, so that means our good buddy TC's here. Hello, brother. Good morning. How are you? How are you, man? Jay. I'm so good. Um, It's going to be nice this week. Uh, What's not to like, right? Things are good. I'm with you. Yeah, 100%. All right, well, we got some hot topics lined up for you. Also, a lot of uh, more, a lot more interviews are coming up later on this week. We will be talking to Dan and Shay at some point, Kelsey Ballerini, we've got Marin Morris, Ingrid Andrus, Lady A, Luke Combs, all those interviews dead ahead. Slimmy, over to you. Did you say Luke Combs? Yes, sir. Well, that doesn't yeah. stink. It does not. Okay, well, I'm excited for the week. It is ACM week, and it is going to be Sunday night. And TC, before we get into who has the number one song of the week heading into the ACM Awards, did you see the news last night on American Idol? Luke Bryan was not there for the first live show. Instead, Paul Abdul was there because Luke Bryan has tested positive for COVID-19, which means he'll, he'll be out for the, the awards show on Sunday. Oh, is he out now officially? I figured he would be. That's we a don't bummer, know that he's officially out. Right? We do not know that he's officially out. We are we are speculating that because of just timeline. Right. Well, if he he must have tested positive. I mean, he announced it yesterday morning, so he must have just got those results back when probably Sunday or yesterday morning. I'm assuming on the set of American Idol, they're testing every day. I'm sure they are. So yeah. who knows? It's who hard knows? to know because I mean, some of those shows obviously were recorded, and yesterday was the first live, and maybe. You know, yeah, right. you might be right. Maybe he held the announcement for a few days because it didn't matter Four until Monday yesterday. Morning. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I it mean, just depends on when he was. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm assuming they're probably going to want to play better safe than sorry, right? Even if, depending on when he actually had been diagnosed, because he could have just announced it yesterday. That's true. So, you know, so I guess we wait and see to see if he's going to be part of it or not. Would you want him to be replaced on the ACMs by Paula Abdul? <laughs> I mean, she, only if she does straight up. I was gonna say she straight up. Now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Oh oh oh! oh, oh. <laughs> it would be it would With be a guitar. Yeah, it'd be memorable. Add a steel guitar to it and have her do straight up, and I'm good. So. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, it, it's just interesting news there. Uh, Luke Bryan, <clears throat> he is up for. Album of the year, he is up for entertainer of the year. There's some some hardware that could be going his way, and we'll see how the ACMs play out this weekend. It's going to be Sunday night well, on CBS. Yes, TC. Even if he's at home and if he's up for those awards, I'm assuming they'll do maybe what the I think the Grammys did this, where they look he'll be on a Zoom somewhere, right? Oh yeah, like when Dan and Shay were there. Were. I'm assuming he'll be part of it, maybe just not performing, because he could be at home and true via. Digital technology be part of the show, I'm guessing. Yeah. Or maybe he, you know. So. And he may not be the only person just in general who's doing that. You know, they may have a couple of those. That's true. Just other people opting to do that this year instead. It'll be interesting. The award sure. show on, on Sunday night will be very interesting. The ACM's 56th annual ACM Awards. TC, who will head into the, the ACM Awards with the number one song in country music? Uh, Lexington, Kentucky native. Chris Stapleton. Number one, with the first single off his album that dropped last fall, Starting Over is the number one song in America this week. Such a good stinking song. It is like the 
It's one of my favorite songs. It was one of my favorite songs of the year last year. It was in my top ten, boys. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A good song yesterday. He was talking about uh, writing that song with his buddy Mike Henderson, and he walked into a room. Walked over to he went over to Mike's house at some point when he wrote this song, and he he sits down and he goes, Mike's got this room. It's got a pool table. It's uh it's a songwriting room, and we have a little cocktail, and we started talking about our wives and. How great is it that we have great wives when we come to moments in our life when we just uh, need that support and you you know you have that starting over moment in life and we wrote a song about it and we have we have support and uh, think about those people that don't have the support when they have to start over so we're just blessed and we wanted to write a song about it like okay uh, I think about that all the time but uh, I'm not Chris Stapleton so. I feel like somebody could walk up and, you know, do the Chris Stapleton. Hey, you know, I just saw a, a jack of uh, hearts on the ground. Writes a song in five seconds. I mean, he's just, you know, whatever the topic. Yeah, me and my buddy were sitting around and we were talking about how sometimes when you have too much salsa, you burp it up. I would wrote a song. I don't know. I'm always really interested in Chris Stapleton because I do not believe he has a ton of number ones, but he has all the hardware in the world. With wow. his male vocalist of the years, his I think he what did he win Entertainer of the Year or something like that? He's won a bunch of awards. Uh, he's just an absolute of the legend. Year. Yeah, he but was I on feel a like roll he doesn't have a lot a of number ones. Uh, I think that's only his second number one airplay. So, and I think the first one was Millionaire. I want to say or Broken yeah. Halos or Broken, broken Halos. Halos. Broken Halos. There you go. Yeah. Millionaire got Millionaire up to number two. Was did for a while. Number two. Okay. Yeah, which is yeah such a good song also. Um, I mean, he's sold about a billion records, and um, he's not hurting for number ones for songs he's written. I think he's written like 15 of them, right? So, um, for a bunch of different artists, uh, because he was writing songs for so long before he decided to record solo. So, I can't remember. Like, he's written for Thomas Rhett. Um, man, I'm trying to think. I, I Now I'm drawing a blank off the top of my head. Um, I remember, Kevin, do you remember when we first interviewed him at a CMA week and he just came in and he was like really quiet and just kind of had his head down the whole time and just, it was the I hardest don't. interview I had ever done. He was just like, I don't remember. It may have been a year I wasn't there, Jay, because oh, I don't, yeah, I don't remember was. ever meeting Chris Stapleton. He is I, very soft spoken. Yeah. yeah. And a nice guy, the nicest guy. By the way, what you see is what you get with Chris. He's so nice, but he is very soft-spoken. And yeah. I remember trying to talk to him and just sweating because I feel like it was going so bad. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but he's just soft-spoken. That's all. Like, you know? can't get enough volume on this guy. He's, yeah. he's got his head down. Like, <laughs> this guy doesn't even know how to use a microphone. Just, Speak up. What are you and, doing right now? And then he sings, and it's the most powerful oh, sound you've yeah. ever heard in your life. Man. You're like, what? And TC was like, have you ever just walked into a building and wanted to build a building? <laughs> and the guy was like, what? And Chris Stapleton was finally like, that's top- the question I've been looking for. <laughs> yes, I have. In fact, here's a blueprint I've been working on. <laughs> One of my top five concerts of all time was yeah, that Chris Stapleton show at the Spokane yep. Arena a couple of years ago. It, it was, was amazing. amazing. Yeah. So, TZ, let me ask you this, because we were talking about this earlier, and I, I am mesmerized by the Chris Stapleton storyline. I just When I saw that it was only his second number one, it blew me away. He just All of his songs, he, he instantly makes me happy when I hear his voice. But let me ask you this, which surprises you more? The fact that Chris Stapleton only has two number one songs, or the fact that Sam Hunt truly is never nominated for anything ever. Wow. That's kind of a 
Um, well, I would say that Sam Hunt hasn't been nominated yet only because um, Chris Stapleton really has been a solo artist for just a few years, five years now. And Sam Hunt's probably been out about the same time, I'm guessing, as far as a solo artist. And I feel like Sam with the... I mean, look at the, the Montevallo album. Um, I mean, the it could have been The 2016 Album of the Year nomination. <laughs> right. Okay, well, there you go. The 2015 so New Artist of the Year nominee, Sam. I had to look it up because I was with you, Slim. It feels Don't really do weird. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Take oh, your no. time. Oh, no. Single Record of the Year nominee. Okay. Body, Body Like, like a, back a Back Road. Yeah. Single of the Year and Song of the Year in 2018. Okay. And so he won mind. the... Wonderful Gene Weed Milestone Award. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what? Okay, isn't that well, a store from the, on all from the ACMs? That stores on Sprague's, ACMs. isn't that's on Sprague, isn't it? Gene Weed, isn't that on so, Sprague? Yes, that's the one on Sprague. Okay, back to you. Well, I that's what I've heard. Yeah. So I'm looking here, Kev. He did win. Yeah, he's won. He did win two awards at the ACM. One, two, three, four, five, six nominations lifetime at the ACMs for. But it is one Sam Hunt. Your point but nothing is from legit. this last album. He released How an album. Is there nothing from this last album? Yeah, that surprises me. And he's got he already has he already has three number one album. Yeah, that it, it is weird. I mean, I feel like maybe the industry at some point f- figured out that that was maybe a little self inflicted because of the time he took off. Which yeah. again, you know, it's like the your momentum's going and you're pushing the wheelbarrow and then you set it down, and then you gotta try to pick it up and start to get going again. So it might have been a little bit of that. Plus, you know, the industry gets all up in their feels about people. So maybe- and I would say that last album, though, is it really should be nominated for Album of the Year because yeah. it is yeah. it yeah. is one of the most honest, weird... I mean, just the album is so good. It's got some stuff on there that's just like, well, wow. I mean, a bigger question that you'd have to do a lot of research on is how many albums that have three number ones on it were not uh, nominated for Album of the Year? That would that's take- a gr- Jay, that's a brilliant question. That's Because I don't know that you can name a lot of those. I, I, I think I feel you can like- name zero. Because, like, Album of the Year nominees for this year would include the uh, Brothers Osborne, and I don't know if they've had three number ones off that. It's a gr- no, and that's a great, no. and it's a great album. So, it's yeah, it is, album. but you know what I'm saying is that I feel like maybe that was a swing and a miss. That's interesting. Okay, I'm looking at Chris Stapleton's history at the ACMs. Again, ACM Award's going to be Sunday night. He's got a, he's, this dude, I mean, he just walks in with, if he had rings for him, his fingers would just be full. <laughs> he won Album of the Year for Traveler. He won Song of the Year. He won Songwriter of the Year, New Male Vocalist of the Year, Male Vocalist of the Year, all in 2016. In 2018, he won Male Vocalist of the Year and Album of the Year. In 2019, he wrote Songwriter of the Decade. Okay, that is good for eight ACM awards heading into this weekend. I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Songwriter of the Decade is a pretty decent award, I would imagine, to have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's sure. probably pretty good. You probably feel pretty comfortable going into an award show. You're like, oh, man, well, last decade. If you don't win today, he goes, last decade, I won all of the award. The award for the entire decade. Yeah, the 10 years. whole remember, decade. Remember that? Guys, so remember enjoy that? your 2021 award, bud. And pats him on the back and I off think... walks Luke Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> he just pats him on the top of the head, I feel like. Yeah. Like, Good job, bud. <laughs> there goes Blake Shelton. <laughs> Enjoy well, your little con- tiny award. Congrats to Chris Stapleton. Number one song heading into uh, apparently the award show that might eventually just be named after him. The Chris What's Stapleton the Chris- ACMs. He's still got a tour date listed on his website, and I haven't seen anything on it. I, I it's in, And it's supposed to be in two months. So really? we'll see what happens the- there. So, okay. Um, the guy also has 
10 CMA awards and five Grammys. Yeah, for for a career that literally, you know, has not been that long. No. Yeah. I mean, he's three albums deep. So it's he's been writing before he released studio albums. So, I mean, a lot of those are songwriter awards, right? So songwriter of the decades in there. But that album Traveler came out in 2015 and just won everything. Yeah. All right, well, TC, you're going to hang out. And then he had the From a Room album. So he's four albums deep. From a Room, volume oh, one. Oh, yeah, two volumes. volumes. Yes, that's true, yeah. yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah, so. Well, congrats, Chris Stapleton. You just continue to make good music. Thank you. Please win another Songwriter of the Decade, because that would be good for all, all of us country <laughs> music fans. All right, TC's going to hang out with us for the rest of the hour. Hang on. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Due to a laundry incident. You're not wearing undies today. Kevin James. By a laundry incident, what I mean is I didn't do my laundry. <laughs> right. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Well, here's a quick look at the updated forecast brought to you by Avista Utilities. We will have, you know, upper 50s and then some 60s, and we'll kind of roll through to the 70s by the weekend. Just the wind is the only going to be the problem, really, and it's breezy this morning with up to 40-mile-an-hour winds. Right now, uh, let's see, currently 46. TC's with us. It's a Tuesday. Always glad to have you here on a Tuesday. I don't know if Slim has anything planned for you here. I'm not sure. I definitely Hello? have some stuff to talk about with with you boys. I had many many questions, including the fact: How do you guys? I'm, I guess I'm trying to think of the right way to word this. Go to your kitchen in your brain. Go to your kitchen. Yep. Do you have a place you keep all of your bigger utensils? I'm not talking spoons, knives, forks. I'm talking the big stuff, the spatulas and things. Yeah, we have one of those spatulas things that sit on, on the, the counter. counter, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys have the scoop a dish scoop. That is like a scoop big, scoop. deep cup with fork-like tongs all the way around it and a hole in the middle. Yes. You have one of those. Yeah, for scooping out spaghetti or whatever. Yes, sir. Do you know what the middle hole is for? Water. Okay. Right? Seems like something that if you pick up noodles, it drains out the bottom of that hole. Yeah. I mean, that's I hadn't really thought about it. it. Is it to measure a serving of spaghetti? Yes, Rye? it is. TC, it is to measure one serving of spaghetti. This I learned yesterday, no and it rocked way. my world. So if you have, you know, you have four people over for dinner, boom, four servings of spaghetti, measure those bad boys out, and wow. cook them up some beautiful spaghetti noodles. Uh, I have to admit, I saw that hack somewhere. It may have been a TikTok or something, but uh, so I cheated a little bit. I didn't actually just know that, Slim, but I found, I wanted to feel smart for a second. So I like threw it. that out. There. Listen, I've never used that. No, <laughs> I've never. I used mean, that, who doesn't but, just um, grab a big handful and go? That's pretty good amount, and then you break it, and inevitably, you either have way too many noodles or not enough. Uh, here's another hack for spaghetti. Use okay. not a big, uh, deep pan. Use like a frying pan that's deep so you can lay your noodles flat and boil them. Then strain them. Hmm. Yeah, but so you don't have to break them. Does the water do, I mean, does it boil over the top really easy, TC? Not if you're, not if you're using a deep pan. I've done that before. It has to be and deep I mean, I've okay. all... Yeah, exactly. So, and I, it's not like I'm cooking for a lot of people, so it's pretty easy for sure. me to keep a, a serving of spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. So, if you, that way you can just lay your noodles in, in flat. You don't have to worry about breaking them or having them bend and they cook evenly. Yeah. So, uh, there you go. I've wow. seen that hack too. And I tried that. Are you I'm like, a, oh, that works. That's genius. Generally a noodle breaker, or do you like your noodle fully intact? 
Uh, fully intact so I can wrap it around a fork. Yeah, I was going to say, you. Kevin, why are you breaking the noodles? That's always have, always sacrilege. Will. No, no Although, not always will, because once you try it one time, you realize always won't. <laughs> I just, I always cook spaghetti for kids only, and so I always break them. Oh, way to take away their fun. Yeah. I always break them so that they can actually, because you're going to end up cutting them up for the kid anyways. So what? it's like. No. No. That's yeah, minimal you do. slurp. No. You, you've got you, a minimal slurp noodle. A, a yes. minimum slurp noodle is, is truly, I believe, punishable by law. Yeah, you're just taking away their fun. Why are you cutting up the noodles? Let them slurp it. Doggone kids aren't going to slurp my noodles. I'm I'm sorry. I'm breaking these things into pieces so they look like little tiny baby noodles from mac and cheese. I thought dinner was for nutrition and, you know, eating, not for fun. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's That's where you're wrong. That's pretty sure what I was told as a child. I'm sure I can just picture Jay Daniels' dinner table. Fun spot. Oh yeah, <laughs> we are we are noodles. Guys, do whatever you slurpers. want. Have fun. Yeah, hey, slurp away, kids. That's right. Everyone put on their I nicest white shirt and table. slurp away. <laughs> and by the way, the old family of slurpers, the old spoon fork hole in the thing, the measuring thing. I had no idea. That's brilliant. By the way, at my house, you just dump two boxes in and hope it is enough. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, that's true, man. It's yeah, just you, how much can the pan fit? Yeah, you don't. The other measure. one that I saw yesterday that was. I don't know if I believe it all the way. If you have one of those pans, like a frying pan, and again, we are, this is, this is dumb cook radio. But if you have one of those frying pans that has the handle, and at the end of the handle, it has like an oval hole cut into it. Yeah. That is apparently supposed to be where you slide like a wooden stick or like a spoon of some kind. And then it sits the bottom part of it there. And then the, the, Scoop part of the spoon would go over the edge of the frying pan and dangle and hang over top of whatever you're cooking. How about that? Yes, I've yeah. seen that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Go. I'd just get the stove dirty. Hey, now you know what? Uh, you I can see. clean the stove off if you just set it on the stove. <laughs> yeah, now because you're gonna make a mess in it. Oh anyway. man, your counters and everything. Yeah, the, right. Those are just a couple things I wanted to get to on my way to the question that I have for you boys. Because Wait, so I believe... is that the end of Dumb Cook Radio? Yes, that is the end okay. of Dumb Cook Radio. This is the beginning of Extreme Excitement Radio. Okay, <laughs> we enjoy Cinnamon Toast Crunch, correct? Yes. Ooh. Uh-oh. Yes. Oh, see, I, did. I don't really like it, TC, but mm. I think Jay and Kevin do. Kev? I love it. I mean, it's a dumb question. Okay, so uh, I apologize. I, let's move from Dumb Question Radio, which we just did, to Excitement <laughs> Radio, which Thank we'll you. do potentially mm-hmm. now. Do you boys know what Dulce de Leche is? Yes. Okay, TC, how would you describe it? Oh, a delectable taste of caramel. Yeah. Um, Like, if you get a Dulce de Leche ice cream, it is the best ice cream ever. Hmm. And caramel's my favorite, so yeah. Yeah. Anything Dulce de Leche on a menu? Caramel confection from Latin America, prepared by slowly heating sugar and milk over a period of several hours. Hours. Okay, so that's Dulce de Leche. And for the first time in a long time, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch family will be welcoming in a new family member, a permanent addition to its Toast Crunch line. This is what General Mills says. Dulce de Leche Toast Crunch. What? Boys, are we in on the killer combo of one of the show's favorite cereals mixed with TC's favorite rich guy dessert? (laughs) (laughs) He's no kidding. <laughs> I can't say the name of it, so I might have to be out. I probably uh, would like it, but I don't know. 
Yeah, Caramel Crunch uh, would have been fun. Caramel Crunch would seem like that would be better. <laughs> well, yeah. it, it hit shelves yesterday. Dulce de Leche Toast Crunch hit shelves in the United States of America yesterday. So you can find it out there. I always assume Walmart has these. I feel like anytime Probably, we talk about yeah. a new cereal, Walmart is crushing it. They've got it on a display somewhere. I would love it if someone tries Dulce de Leche Toast Sounds Crunch good. and report back if it's good. So it's caramel-flavored cinnamon toast crunch, or it's just yeah. caramel toast crunch? So it looks like because I'm it curious, has, does okay. it have both flavors or just the caramel? Jay, I'm going to tell you the box art looks like it has both because it looks like it still ha- still has some kind of sugar Boy. sprinkles, which I have to assume are cinnamon toast, okay. like the cinnamon mm. sprinkles. Yeah. So Kevin, would it be better if there's both flavors or only, you know what I'm saying? Are we because if yeah. it's just caramel toast crunch, it should just be called caramel toast crunch. But if it's both, well. I was trying to figure it out, and then I thought of something called a sticky bun. Right. Oh, my god! Which is caramel, oh, caramel and, and cinnamon. And I'm like, they're the most delicious things in the world. So is that what it's going to taste like? Oh. I mean, I think if you eat enough of it, you'll probably have a sticky bun. I think so. I mean, sticky bun toast crunch is a little bit. It's easier to say they, than dulce de leche. It is. It is. Yeah. I, yeah, I do not. You say it well, but I don't know that most people will. No. I don't think so. Dulce de leche, cinnamon toast crunch will go on my shopping list. I will report back. Alexa, put dulce de leche toast crunch on my shopping list. Okay, now everyone tomorrow can report back. You know what? It makes me start thinking of other things with toast that could be cereal. Like, why is there not, you know, like peanut butter toast cereal? And... You know, oh. peanut butter toast crunch. Oh. Why is there not? Oh, so you're just going at General Mills right jelly now. Jelly toast crunch. Yeah. Avocado yes. toast crunch. <laughs> Probably a little stretch. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Come visit your neighbors. We're waiting for you. Your neighbors in Spokane. Kevin James. Spokane. You love it here. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Kevin, can you use the trombone slide on either hand? Like, are there left-handed ones and right-handed ones? Um, yes, I do believe that I... Yeah, I think somebody I knew had a left-handed trombone. Okay, because when I, when that plays... I sometimes do the air trombone and then i don't know whether to slide with my right hand or my left hand right hand for me no wait hold on i think you can just turn it i'm talking crazy talk right now i think are you, you talking out your trombone make it right or left hand either way okay final thoughts brought to you in part by factory rep line sorry it's my brain i don't know i just derailed it. it for you tc what do you got do you guys ever go to the store and you need one thing and that you kind of really want, and for some reason there was a run on that item that day and you can't figure out why? Last week I went to the store. I just needed thumbtacks. Thumbtacks. It was Walmart. <laughs> and I go and I'm looking all over for thumbtacks, and I can't find them. I'm like, what the heck? And I finally find the last little thing of thumbtacks. Like three rows of them are gone, and I'm thinking, what is the run on thumbtacks today? Am I, I'm not the only one that needed them today or what? And then they were out of my bread, too. So I'm like, Whoa. you guys ever have that happen where you just have the worst luck? And for some reason, everyone that shopped that day needed the same random item that you did. Yeah. And you can't find it? 
I it was just it, weird to me. It was thumbtacks. Like I thought only, there would be like plenty of them. Yeah, TC, it only happens to me when it's the time where I'm heading to Judy's and I'll say, You need me to pick up anything? And she'll say something like, Yeah, I need one thing of this. And I'll be like, Oh, perfect. I'll go to the store and I won't have it. <laughs> right. I'll go to like three stores before I find it. I'm like, What in the world? <laughs> it's Kevin, like do you ever Murphy's think law. maybe she's doing that on purpose just to make you, like, you know, not get there as quickly? Possibly. Yeah, give Could me be. some uh, thumbtacks. She, kn- <laughs> she knows the items that are out of stock. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just sends you on a wild she, goose she, chase. She gets on an app. She looks <laughs> out of stock. Hey, Kevin, can you pick me up this? Pick up thumbtacks. Final, Final thoughts. Brought to you in part by Campfire of the Inland Northwest. Slimmy. She's just testing your love, Kevin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it worse, Kev, when they change the store around or when there's no item? Oh. Oh, man. Changing the store around is a real bummer when you're in a hurry. It's just, but but if there's not the item, then that's that's even worse. Yeah, so I'm still gonna go with not having the item is worse. Okay, I had last night. We had the first one of these. One of my good friends. We hit the 40s. First 40th birthday oh. yesterday in my friend group. So we had a little get together last night, and it was it was tons of fun. And Walter, you're old, and. Take that. Yeah, easy. But it was weird to have it. We we're all standing there like, oh, no. <laughs> especially especially oh, when you know it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, oh, boy, you are opening the door into this world of the next decade. Yeah. He did it in style because he's still hip with it and all that. But, boy, oh, boy, it was like, do you remember 20 years ago when this happened? And we were like, yeah. That was half of our life ago. We were old when that happened 20 years ago. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you can share that with us. The, uh, the other three of us have no idea what we are even talking you about. You guys, so. it's crazy. When you get here, you're going to be like, yes. what is going on? Thank you. I appreciate that. I can now prepare myself. Happy trails to Let's just say that the curtain has come down on yet another miserable performance. Thanks to Campfire of the Inland Northwest for being here. Thanks to TC for being here today. TC, anything we need to know? A couple of chances to get qualified for that two-night stay at the Coraline Resort this afternoon, so be here. I went through some music history today. I just kind of happened to randomly be looking at it, and I saw this interesting tidbit. On this date in 1979, David Lee Roth was at the Spokane Veterans Memorial Arena not the Veterans Memorial Arena back in those days, Boone Street Barn, and collapsed on stage during a villain show in Spokane, Washington. I remember it well. He you? was very dehydrated, extremely dehydrated. You Were you at said. that show, or you just remember it, Kevin? Uh, I don't remember if I was at the show. Neither does he. 